on, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Rufus. We're back at it again with another installment of the Rufus Rundown. This time, we're responding to, well, the Celtics' disaster, really, right? I mean, we'll break down a little bit of the NBA Finals um, as well, too, and, and kind of preview what that is going to look like. But today, I got a couple of clips for you, a couple of videos for you. I'm sure everybody's seen um, a lot of these videos and stuff, but... Uh, also, a couple comments, too. We got the whole Wick Grossbeck thing. I mean, uh, Brad Stevens confirmed that Missoula will be coming back. So, a lot of things um, to touch upon there. But that's going to be the main focus of today. It's just, you know, uh, going full circle, you know, with the NBA and then kind of looking at the finals. And uh, potentially this week, too, trying to get into some uh, NHL talk would be nice, too. Um, if I could de- resurface that for the Stanley Cup final. And then guests, too. Again, guests are going to be uh, beginning to reappear throughout the month of June. Uh, but if you do enjoy this video and do enjoy the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and like the show. And if you're on Spotify, be sure to follow the show uh, as well. And then if you want to head over to the social medias, LucasJ16 on Twitter, at Rufus Rundown on Twitter, at Rufus Rundown on Instagram, official LucasJ for Instagram. Uh, a lot of my LucasJ16, a lot of my personal Twitter has become uh, a lot of Brockton Rock stuff. Uh, I'm doing a lot of work with the Brockton Rocks. You saw the picture that I posted i uh, doing my sideline reporting, and I will be sharing uh, a lot of the highlights from those sideline reports in the near future. But been having a lot of fun with that, a lot of meaningful reps, uh, putting a lot of good work in with Brett Shavs and company over it with the Brockton Rock. So huge shout out to him again for allowing me to step into that position, and I've uh, been having a lot of fun doing it. So I'm going to continue to roll that through the summer, and if you want to keep up uh, today with the, the live tweeting and our reports, go follow me over there on my personal Twitter as well but we're gonna get into the episode um and the celtics they are who we thought they were but they are who we thought they were that means i i i thought um i thought they were frauds i thought they had been fraudulent and uh that's exactly what ended up showing up in game seven i mean this was what the 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 most watched conference finals game ever i think it was what almost what was the number ended up being it was it 17 million the number that it ended up being for the amount of people that watched us or was it 14 million that watched it uh but it was the most watched eastern conference finals game ever ever of all time and the celtics with their lowest point total of the season just just didn't show up they just flat out did 84 points and they just oh god three three point percentage it was gross it was it was it was, it was gross I mean the Celtics just continued to chuck threes they were nine for forty two on threes they shot twenty one percent from three and Jalen Brown one of nine eight turnovers I mean there's so much to 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 get into here in all honesty and anybody saw that video after win with Grant Williams um I'll I'll, I'll throw it up here. Um, look too far ahead, ouch, and um, make sure that we got there. There is, there is absolutely, they deserve to lose after I saw this video of, of Grant Williams, in all fairness. Um, <laughs> but again, Charles Barkley had something to say about it. We have, I got some comments from Spolster and Brogdon as well. But I, I again, it, this is this is a guy, me, who I, I had taken the Celtics. In six to begin the series, and again, I, I had said it too. They have more talent than the Heat. They sh- they have more talent. They should beat the Heat, and 
it just didn't play out that way. The Heat had more heart. They were better coached. They had they were more disciplined, more poised. I mean, you name all of the mental and all of all of the things that you, that you do that you can't see. On top of that, of shooting a very high percentage, um, guys stepping up into roles uh, that they weren't in before. It, it for me, it it's just they just wanted it more than the Celtics. And it's inexcusable the amount of talent. And again, Tatum rolls his ankle in Game Seven. It's kind of a wash. I'm not, this this point isn't totally on him. Uh, that game, this game specifically, losing the Game Seven in in your home building. I mean, they were pulling people out. They were pulling all the former Celtics out. They had them on the sidelines. They had them there, and you still no showed. You still no showed. Uh, again, I didn't think they had the nuts to win it all, but I I certainly thought they had enough to beat the Heat, and. You know, they didn't get swept, so that's a positive. That's where I think we might be talking about Missoula's future um, as head coach of the Celtics. Um, but still, it's not its not entirely on Missoula. I, I mean, right? I mean, like, there's a lot of things that uh, we can talk about what he did, or more importantly, what he didn't do. Uh, and there are a lot of things that he missed upon. There are a lot of rotational errors. Um, you would You would like to think that he could... Draw up better plays, you know. If 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 you they could still get the ball to Jimmy late in the games, why can't why, why are we they keeping out of Tatum's hands? Like, there's so many different things you can look at from the coaching perspective and things that he could have done better and that he should have done better. And we'll have to do better in the future if the Celtics want to respond and win a championship at any point with this core of players, just in general, with him as the head coach. But at, at what point do we start to put accountability? On the players, it's the same core. Marcus Smart was was brutal as well too in this one. One of six from three, nine points. And, and you can go look at the series averages as well too. I mean, J- Jalen Brown shooting sixteen percent from three for the series. It w- was was just absolutely miserable. Marcus Smart, I guess if you look when you look at his numbers, it. Wasn't terrible. He did have 16 turnovers in the series. Jalen Brown had 25 turnovers. I mean, Tatum had 26 as well. Only shooting 23% from three, Jason Tatum. I mean, your two star players just didn't show up. And even Bam didn't have the best series for Miami. But I'll tell you who did show up. It was the Eastern Conference. And he does deserve to be the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, Jimmy Butler. I mean, offensive rating, defensive rating, usage rate. I mean,. It was incredible. Just 24.7 points. 25 a game. 8, 7.6 rebounds. 6 assists. 6.1 assists. With almost 2.6 steals. Almost 3 steals a game. I mean, he was a big time shot maker. He did kind of disappear for 3 games there. But the one that really mattered the most. Um, leading the way with 28 points for the Heat. Of course, Caleb Martin played well also. But, but let's not act like... Again, he was very efficient. But this was Jimmy Butler. This was Jimmy Butler's finals. And, and even for as well as I didn't think that Bam played in that in, in Game 7, he was plus 22 for the plus minus. So, I, he, he, was, he wasn't a complete liability at the end of the day. And again, it's just, it, the, the accountability has to fall. I just didn't think the Celtics had the nuts. But the, 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 this Heat team, well, I'll play, I'll play the comments uh, in the video uh, from... Eric Spolstra, uh, what the Heat have and what they have um, in Jimmy Butler. You have to have, uh, you know, a guy 
that you can hold on to. Um, you know, particularly uh, uh, in those moments of truth. Um, and I've said this before, there's no way to quantify the confidence that he can instill uh, in everybody. And, you know, Jimmy's never had to apologize. I don't want him to ever apologize for who he is and, and how he approaches competition. Uh, it's intense. Uh, you know, it's not for everybody, and, and we're not for everybody. That's why we think it's like an incredible marriage. Um, we never judge him uh, on that. He doesn't judge us for how crazy we get. Uh, it's the same language. Uh, but the confidence level that he can uh, create for everybody on the roster uh, is incredible. Um, I've almost never seen anything like it, you know, but I have. Uh, uh, but he's, he's special, you know, because he does it on both ends of the court. Um, he can play 48 if you need him to. Um, and then he just has a way also that, you know, he has a hard edge uh, and he's, he's gnarly, but he knows how to have a soft touch just to give somebody some confidence at the right time. So that, that's a special gift that he has. It wasn't scripted and it's not even the reason why. Like we, we have uh, a bunch of guys that just love competition. Just drop us off anywhere and compete for it. Like put ourselves out there open to all the criticism and everything, but hey, it's got to happen between these four lines. We don't care what the rest of the world is saying. We don't care who, who's criticizing who. You got to line up in between these four lines and let's figure this out. Uh, and I think that's the nature uh, of this team that I think, you know, a lot of people respect um, because we have our, had our shares, uh, our fair share of um, setbacks and disappointments frustration, but we just keep on picking ourselves up uh, and getting on to the next fight. Now, like I said, Spolstra talking about Jimmy Butler and what he means there. Does If you're a Celtics fan, does, does, does Jason Tatum come off as the type to instill incredible amounts of confidence in his teammates? Does Jalen Brown come off? Does Joe Mazzulla sound like that? Does you get the vibe that he allows a player to instill that kind of confidence? Does he instill that kind of confidence in his players? Does Jalen Brown, does Marcus Smart, Does any, do, do, do these, do, the big three, any of the big three, do they inspire beyond levels, these guys? Do they make their teammates around them better? The answer is no, they don't. So, I don't understand if you're a Celtics fan here where you can sit and look at this and not want to you have to shake things up. You have to move a piece here. Move multiple pieces. You this is this is not this core is not it. The the it's gonna fall it has to fall back on the players. You how many coaches are you gonna run through with the same issues at with the same core of players? They don't have any nuts. They don't have the intestinal fortitude. They do not have it up here. They don't want it that bad. They don't care and they're gonna jump ship to ring chase when the time comes because this is this is this is the KD and Westbrook and Harden thing with OKC that just this just never got there and more or less KD and Westbrook. That's what it, it it's becoming. Incredible, incredible amounts of talent that's just being wasted. They just don't have the, the mental strength or fortitude to to be a championship caliber basketball team. Now I'm gonna let 
Charles Barkley. I'm going to play the Charles Barkley comments uh, as well and then continue to rip into the Celtics. And, and give credit to the Heat, too. We have to give credit to the Heat. We have to give credit to the Heat for just what they've put together here because it's so improbable, but it doesn't matter. that They're there. They've made it there. And okay, I'll get into my prediction soon enough, but we have to give credit to the Heat as well. But I'll play the, the comments from Charles Barkley now. Place we talked before the game, like a college football crowd. This place was going crazy a half hour before tip, and then it was dead silent in the fourth quarter. What happened to the Celtics tonight? Well, the, number one, they, they they play bad basketball. They're so undisciplined and unfundamentally sound. They they win games strictly on talent. They they don't they don't even run an offense. Uh, that, that's what disappointed me the most. You know, you can win a lot of games on just talent, but when you Against the zone, they just settle for jumpers. There's no ball body movement. Same thing I said at halftime. I mean, listen, you just come out. I don't even know what the final stats was. Yes, I do, actually. 9 of 42. <laughs> 9 for 42. 21.4%. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Six, 16 for 77 yeah. the last two games. Listen, they play what we refer to as hero ball. Game seven, excited. They wanted every play to be pretty kitty. They wanted to shoot the three. They, they they were actually trying to get the crowd involved, but when they went zero for ten, to start the game, to start the game, that should actually zero for twelve. Yeah, zero for twelve. The, that should have the told them. Quarter, yeah. That should have told them, hey, settle it down. Let's get the you know pace the game back in our favor. Let's take high percentage shots and let's take the wide open shots. Well, to to just be to chuck threes up there, hero ball, not fundamentally sound. The, the, the individuals. Now, a lot of that falls on the coach to pull people together. It looked like M.A. had it had had the right thing going on there. But, but again, a lot of it falls on the coach. But still, oh, these are all the same guys. This is all the this is the same team, same core. As a matter of fact, there's added pieces that made you better. And the NBA is a league where you can, again, like they were saying, you can win on talent. And, and, and like I said, I believe that heat culture is a thing, but how, how far can culture take you when you're, you're, you're that much less on talent? But then again, what does talent matter if you don't show up, if you don't play up to the potential, to the level that we've seen you play? That we, When we consider the fact that you have that much talent, you have to play at a certain level to get that label of being that talented we have to see something. But what good is it to have that label if you don't play up to the level? If you don't play a style that permits you to be talented? What good is it to be good on paper? What good is it? This isn't NBA 2K. We're not simming games. You have to show up. You have to play. You have to call plays. You have to run the plays. You have to have chemistry. Belief. You have to adapt to adversity. Not just continue to throw threes. They couldn't have hit the ocean from a beach. It was it was a miserable... And of course... And that's not even the Heat forcing a lot of those misses. A lot of the Celtics just... The Celtics missed open shots. And they offered little resistance to, to most of the series in terms of layups and the three-point looks. Now, now, they hit a lot of big shots. But a lot of the big shots Jimmy hits... Caleb Martin hit some big shots too, and, and and props to them for stepping into roles that traditionally they might not be used to, more minutes, you know, those guys had to show up, they had to play at a high level, 
And I think they will continue to do it into the finals, too. They, they had to. And they did. I mean, they had no choice. And, and a lot of the undrafted guys, too, I must, I, I will say this, too, with the undrafted guys, that they don't have anything to lose anymore. They were playing, like, just being in the league at this point was them playing. They're already playing with house money. They were never drafted. They they scrapped, scratched and clawed and scrapped to make these rosters. Like, they weren't even supposed to be here to begin with. They worried if they would ever play professional basketball in the NBA. You think they're worried about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? They don't care. They're showing up to get their job done. They get outplayed, they get outplayed. But from a toughness perspective, do you think they're scared of anybody? No. No. They have nothing to lose. They were never supposed to be here to begin with. I'm talking about being on a team. Never mind, in the NBA Finals. So, uh, again, uh, overall, I just didn't understand. I, I, I mean, I knew that the Heat culture thing, and I respect it. I respect what Jimmy Butler does. I respect Eric Spolster as a coach. I even said Jimmy probably gets a game to himself. Spolster gets a game, but it's Celtics and six. Because of the talent, they should be able to put it together. It'll be probably entertaining to watch, but at the end of the day, Celtics should take it. And that's it's not the case. But I'm also on record for saying that I just don't think that the Celtics have the nuts. They just don't have the mental capacity or the mental toughness to be a championship caliber basketball team. That's clear. It's clear. And, and Malcolm Brogdon, I'll play the comments now from Malcolm Brogdon. He had something to say about that um, as well and how, how it all went down uh, for them late. And again, I, I wish it was from uh, a player that didn't totally disrupt whatever flow that the Celtics did have. It was disrupted by Malcolm Brogdon. I wish it was by somebody else. But anyways, I'll play the comments now by Brogdon. Yeah, you know, I thought I thought we were tight. I thought we played tight. Um, and, it, you know, when you play that way, it makes you hesitant on both ends of the ball. Um, and I thought Miami played the opposite. I play, thought they played loose. Uh, I thought they really executed on the defensive end. Um, and then offensively, man, they were poised. Uh, they, they, they weren't rushed. They weren't nervous. Um, and I thought Jimmy did what he what he was supposed to do for him and lead him. Are there any subtle like shots there from Malcolm Brogdon? I thought Jimmy did what he was supposed to do and he led them. We played tight. The Celtics play tight in these moments all the time. Now they have some moments where they don't, and it clicks them. But it's the inconsistency. Where is the consistency in the level of play? In the level of confidence? Where I know Jason Tatum rolled his ankle in Game Seven, but not having a fourth quarter field goal until Game Four when you were down 3-0 is ridiculous for your best player. Jalen Brown, the same thing. Where's the humbly? I was the best basketball player in the world, Jason Tatum. Where I want that Tatum. Where is he? He doesn't exist. He doesn't have it. And you see how this Miami team embodies the leadership of Jimmy Butler, the the leadership of Eric Spolstra. You don't have a loud voice from Joe Mazzulla. He's not, a, he's not a guy that inspires, and it's the same thing with Jason Tatum. And the ad, and it, it, it's your best player, and he has to lead your team whether you like it or not. So he is the leader of the team. I'll give him that now at this point. He's the number one. He's the leader. He's the guy. But he's not. That That's just by default of his ability. That's not because he has the leadership ability to do it. He's in the position, but he doesn't have the traits to be good at it. This was in that position doesn't mean he's good at it. He's not a true leader. And you can see how the entire mentality of the team follows suit with him. The, the Heat follow Butler into battle, and they and, and they adopt that mindset. And you can see that when Spolstra talked about it, that was that basically what it was. The Celtics don't have that. 
Now, Wick Grossbeck uh, went into the locker room in Game 3 after the loss, after they got embarrassed 128-102. to um, He went off on the team, the Celtics owner, Wick Grossbeck. Um, and his message to the effect that he has been building this franchise for over 20 years, and this is from The Athletic, and the players need to play with some balls, and it left the locker room stunned. Blake Griffin uh, commented on that speech and said, Grossbeck was right, but we shouldn't need that. As soon as we got to the locker room, we were just so frustrated. You shouldn't need it as a team as talented as you are, as good as you've been. You shouldn't need someone to tear into you after game three. It shouldn't. You shouldn't need anybody to do it at all. You should be self-motivated to do this. And it looks like... As, as scared as some of those guys are, like Tatum Brown, as much it, it, the stoicness looks like now they just don't care in general. It's not stoicness for the le- for level being level-headed. It's just they just don't care, period. And you're right, Blake. They sh- they, they shouldn't need it. But you know, you know what? Who shouldn't need to do it? The owner. The owner shouldn't have to go into a locker room and start tearing into players. First of all, where's Marcus Smart? Where's Al Horford? Where's your veteran leadership from players. Where is Tatum? Brown. Those guys. Nobody has anything to say. Brown has so much to say in the press th- at times. And then he, and he doesn't. Plays the games. Humbly, I'm one of the bas- best basketball players in the world. Where are you in the locker room commanding respect from your teammates? Marcus Smart, you're the emotional leader of the team. Longest tenured Celtic on the team. Where's your voice? Why does the owner have to come down and do it? And then it goes up the chain too, right? Where You have a coach. Where is the coach in this matter? Why is Joe Missoula just mute? He can't call upon more from his players? Brad Stevens? I mean, it took the, the owner, the absolute top of the hierarchy, has to come down and tear you a new one for you to pick it up and play and win three and then no show in, full, in, in game seven? What? Like it, It's absurd to me. So you can look at the stats. They got, they thoroughly got outplayed. The talent had nothing to do with it. It had everything to do with heart, desire, coaching. It, it, every every intangible you can come up with, the Heat have more of it. They do. And you can't argue it. And Celtics fans are so sensitive. Boston fans are so sensitive to that because they've been so spoiled with winning that they can't actually appreciate what another team has, what they want. For so long, this is this Miami Heat team is very Patriot-like, undrafted, less talent, but they have a dude who they believe in, who gets it done. They have a coach who historically gets it done, and they have a lot of guys that believe in a system and trust the process and do their jobs. It, it's very Patriot-like, and I think that's what pisses off these Boston fans around here the most. Is this is what they want from their team? They're used to being the blue collar, the gritty, the hardworking, and they are jealous of the fact that he have it. And now the Celtics are the chokers in a sense. It is so improbable with the Heat too. If you look at their numbers, they just shouldn't be here. They're like the lowest scoring team in the league. They were they were three minutes away from being out of the play-in, not even making it to the true rounds of playoffs, and they've made it all the way here against all odds. Team of destiny, and of course, the Celtics argument is like. A fans' argument. They, they again. They can't stand Jimmy Butler. Oh, he hasn't won anything yet. But but still, look at what what have you won either? 
You, you talk so much about your potential and what might be, but not what is. And what is is that you just don't have the mental makeup to be a champion. You don't have, you don't have the championship mentality. You don't have the championship mental to win an NBA title with the core that you have now. It, it's sad, it's unfortunate, but it's a thing that you have to accept. You have to accept it. I, I, I don't see it any, any other way. This this core has to be shuffled. It's not the coach. The coach plays into it for sure. But in, in no way do you put all of this on the coach. Brogdon saying they played tight. They played tight. Why are they playing tight? Why is why are the Heat playing so loose? Spolstra told you they fall Jimmy in the battle. They got to want it more. They love to compete. They love competition. They love to compete. They're gritty. And the Celtics don't. They blatantly do not have what it takes. So, again, you can put all the numbers aside. This was to- It was totally the intangibles that won it for the Heat and how they will proceed. We'll see throughout the offseason. It already looks like Jalen Brown's going to be the guy. Coming back, but like again, all of this happened. The most watched Eastern Conference Finals ever. Coming back from 3 0. You had everybody watching. Oh, they're gonna and you had everybody who basically gave it to them as well, too. It was it was pretty much everybody shoot in the Celtics to make history. They had the energy shifter towels just to get smacked around at home. Just to go nine for forty two from three. Just to not even show up and get smacked around. The Tatum injury, it would I don't even think we're touching upon it so late because I don't even think it would have made that much of an impact. And again, I'll give them the pass this game, but disappearing disappearing early in the series, they shouldn't even have been in a Game 7. The Derek White shot bailed out Jason Tatum for only having six second-half points in Game 6. I mean, 0 for 8 from 3. They are not... The Celtics are not the Warriors. I know the analytics support the threes, but they have to be good threes. They're just... They seem lazy. They They seem entitled. That's the biggest thing. It's even titled like teams are just gonna roll out the red carpet for them because of the Boston Celtics and they're supposed to be good. And they have Jason Tatum, who's gonna be great, or supposed to be great, or is great. But at the end of the day, they don't have. They don't. They, again, they lack the mental toughness that it takes to show up in these big moments. I mean, Jimmy was not a great three point shooter, but he was hitting big threes in that game seven. So again, they have a guy. They have a guy they trust, so they will fall into battle anyway. And the, and, the, and, the, and the Celtics don't. And the Celtics don't. They, I've never seen it in Tatum, and I thought I saw it in Brown for a little bit. But clearly, uh, I don't like to make it one game, you know, that really you know confirms everything you think about someone or, or the type of player that they are. But in this case, Jalen Brown clearly is not a number one, and I think he has to go. Clearly, Marcus Smart clearly. Clearly not who he used to be, or ever, or, or and clearly isn't who he he thinks he is, and I think Tatum is clearly not a not good leadership material. He is a leader, but just by his talent alone, he's put in a leadership position. It does not mean he is good. It is the same thing with Joe Missoula. He's in a leadership position. It does not mean he is a good leader. So that's pretty much everything I got with with Celtics Heat um, on the fact that I think this the Heat just again all it's that all being said. Is all credit to the Heat too for just being mentally tougher. 
I mean, I'm enamored of watching Jimmy Butler. I am rooting for them all the way in the finals. And as we get into my prediction for the finals, give me the Heat in six. Give me the Heat in six. I, I Again, there's no rhyme or reason to this. I think if you look at this on paper, it's clearly the Nuggets are clear favorites, their efficiency, but they've been waiting for a little bit. Uh, again, matchup wise, it's it's I don't I don't the Heat. I mean, who matches up against them? They're incredibly efficient. Um, they rolled through the Lakers out in the Western Conference. I every every initial thought is Nuggets in five, but I am taking the Heat in six because I have betting everybody, including myself, has bet against these Heat the whole way. And, and the last series, the last time where I will make my picks like off the basis of talent, because I knew the Celtics had no nuts, I knew they had no balls, but I made the pick with them anyways because I liked how talented, they, how much more talented they were. We're not doing that again. This this Heat team is going to find a way. Somehow, some way, they are going to find a way. They don't play the games on paper. They no one is the, the Heat are not being rolled out like the red carpet for anybody to win an NBA championship. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't care how they do it. The Miami Heat will be your NBA champions this season. It'll happen. I don't know how. I don't know if it's going to be Tyler Hero coming back. I don't know if it goes seven. I don't know if they sweep them. I don't know. One way or another, the Miami Heat are going to be NBA champions this season. It's it's just at that point. It is, it is straight up at that point. And, and I'm excited to watch it. Again, I think that Bam's very athletic, but he's undersized in comparison to Jokic. Um, I, I think at this point, if, if you have those guys hitting shots like they do, Bam, don't even worry about offense. We need you to just play defense on Jokic, make his life as difficult as possible. Probably still going to get 20, 10, and 10, but like make it more inefficient. A couple turnovers here. Uh, Jimmy, I, 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 don't know, I don't know if you put him on Jamal Murray. Because uh, you got other guys that can play good defense, um, but obviously Jimmy's a great wing defender. Jimmy, you got to go out and hit tough shots for us. And, and Caleb, the game, Vincent, they just got to keep knocking them down. Their shooters just got to keep knocking down shots. I mean, they shot at a historic pace, at historic rates. I mean, for the series, they shot forty three percent from three in the series. Like that's 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 incredible. In comparison to the Celtics, that shot. 30% from three. I mean, that's, I mean, so you could look at the stats. There's a lot of stats that will support how much better the Heat were, but the whole reason they were better is because that they did want it more. I mean, the Celtics turned the ball over more. That's the thing. The Heat didn't turn the ball as much. They shot more effectively and more effectively from deep and they had a higher offensive rating. But I said, Denver has been incredible with their efficiency, their offensive rating. Mopping through a Lakers team who are the who again, I think not only the Nuggets, the Nuggets. That was what happens when you have a team that is more talented, but understands what's at stake and takes care of business the way it should be done, with the sense of urgency that they had. So there's going to be some unique matchups. There's going to be. You know, guys that step up and play. I mean, obviously there's a lot of depth for Denver, but they've played at a high rate and high level too. There's no guarantees that the Bruce Browns of the world can continue to play at a high level or that Kentavious Caldwell Popes can continue to knock down shots. 
So it, it goes both ways in a sense where I think that it will end up being the Miami Heat as your NBA champions, an eight seed NBA champion. A team that played in a play-in game, two play-in games, losing the first with three minutes away from the will be your NBA champions. Jimmy Butler will get his NBA Finals and his Finals MVP. We'll see how much further on he can carry it on after that. But that, that's, again, that right there, I think, is what's going to happen. And even if it doesn't, it doesn't make them less of a player. It doesn't mean playoff Jimmy isn't real. It's been miraculous as it is to get to this point. It's kind of like AI and the Sixers when they went to go play the Lakers and they stole the first one and then the Lakers came storm back and just beat them 4-1. Gentlemen's sweep. It kind of has that vibe to it. But I don't see it going down that way. I, I can see it with just the Heat somehow finding a way. But... Again, there'll be a lot more to get into in future episodes. I'm going to probably have to touch upon the NHL coming up. So that's not Saturday. So, you know, might be getting at that. Uh, maybe Saturday morning I'll be able to get that out. We'll see. We'll see. But again, if you enjoyed the video, please be sure to drop a like and subscribe and follow on Spotify. And be sure to follow all the social medias that are linked. Uh, I think Instagram is a safe link. I think in the description of the YouTube video as well. You can find me all over social media and, again, all the Brockton Rock stuff, too, uh, with those live tweets if you want to follow the Rocks and follow what I'm doing with the Rocks, hoping to bring some of the Rocks players onto the show as well um, as guests. Again, a lot of stuff going on. want to upgrade equipment. want to, you know, progress. The progression is this, this the number one thing with this and with life, too, with those opportunities that I've had, just looking to continue to progress myself. So appreciate everybody for tuning in. Or your Celtics fan, I don't feel that bad for you. I don't. I try to tell you. I try to warn you. And a lot of you guys are toxic. Let's be honest here. So I would I would wish you better, but I don't. Miami Heat, best of luck in the NBA Finals. It's your boy Rufus signing off. But they are who we thought they were.